Scott with SJWellfire.com. Final day's report, episode 193. Another headline with the word zombie in it linked to viruses. This is the third or fourth one I've seen over the couple of years. What's the PSYOP? Why are they linking COVID-19 to zombies? It's just interesting, my friends. And I want to cover the Pope's ominous warning. We have new video evidence of the nanotech in you in the poison poke. The great falling away. I have some market research of just people leaving the Christian faith that is predicted and more end of days news. But let's get into the zombie apocalypse that we often cover here. Zombie COVID. Corpses can still spread the virus for weeks after death study finds. Just because a COVID patient dies doesn't mean the virus in their body does. A recent study by researchers in Japan that has yet to be peer-reviewed found infectious viruses was present in large amounts in cadavers of COVID victims up to 13 days after death. Meanwhile, a March 2021 study out of Germany came to a similar conclusion that COVID viruses can exist in corpses up to 17 days after death. I thought that was interesting. 13 days, the occult number um, with the researchers in Japan. It was already known that the virus can remain infectious on surfaces for extended periods of time. Multiple studies have indicated that SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID, can last up to three days on household surfaces like stainless steel, plastic, and glass, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I like how people will say U.S. Centers for Disease Continuation. So I've given this testimony multiple times. My wife's granddad, I never met him, was a pretty well-known ear, nose, and throat surgeon, an Ivy Leaguer, just a pretty prominent surgeon. He would testify as an expert witness. I think he even taught and he practiced on cadavers and ended up getting mad cow disease, prions disease. There's another name for it that's more technical when humans actually get it. And so this doesn't shock me. What shocks me is just the continuous push for zombies. I mean, it's over the top, my friends. And so we've done multiple podcasts on the why I think they're doing this. One of them, AI nanotech bioweapon that spawns in you. That's from the poke, but we've also done a podcast, What's in the Water? We did death evidence from an EMF weapon, three or four different podcasts of a whistleblower, one that came out in 2013 with all these papers saying nanotech's in the water and in the food, and when hit with a certain EMF weapon, it can cause death, sudden death, SADS. And again, from the Prather report, that lawyer, I should actually remember his name, I think his name's Tom, he went on to say that, yes, it's all in the white papers that the technology that they poked in you from the poison poke hits with a certain EMF system weapon in Ebola, Marburg's, and then also he said zombie-like symptoms can also spawn from that. It eliminates some sort of gene. So this technology is there. Will they turn it on? I'm not sure. But next, what I want to do is talk about the Pope. The Pope declares an omen. It's a little bit old, but I want to give the who, what, when, where, why, and how. So let's read. Pope Francis issues dire warning for humanity, sees greater omens, destruction in the world. We need to listen to this guy. This is an antichrist figure. He says there are multiple ways to heaven. He says you should not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That is an antichrist comment. This guy's a puppet of the new world order, this enslavement system. 
And again, I'm a former Catholic. Once I read the King James Version Bible, I realized the Catholic Church teaches against the Bible, period. Every time I actually speak against um, Catholics, I lose followers. But no, wake up. I'm not saying you can't go to heaven. I know for a fact my cousin's husband is in the Bible. He loves Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. I know he's saved, and he agrees with me that you shouldn't be praying to statues or you shouldn't be praying to saints. No way is that biblical. Pray to Jesus Christ. Don't sit in front of a statue and pray in front of a statue. And that the priest should be married and managing their own households, right? On and on and on. I remember reading an article years ago, years ago, where somebody tracked the taxes from the private organization of the IRS, where that money went, and it went to the bankers, and it went to the Catholic Church. Now, I remember being a little bit shocked that it didn't go to the crown. Maybe the crown sits above the Catholic Church and these bankers. I'm not 100% sure. But I just thought that was interesting. This is a one-world organization. And I'm going to play a montage of the videos that I played. If you don't believe me, check a lot of them out. And again, I'm not saying you're not saved. But again, you need discernment. And again, the Bible specifically says, let no man deceive you or woman or artificial intelligence scientism. Let nobody fool you. Let's continue to read. He related it to the present day, noting that we are also living through a difficult time for humanity, a bitter period full of the roar of war. That's seal four of growing injustices. I think I think seal two has a bit of maybe regional war, but it, to me, it seems like civil war, conflict, uh, mind controlism, famines, seal three, poverty and suffering. Despite how seemingly bad things are, the Pope said his vision for the future appears with greater omens and greater destruction and desolation. So he's going to sound like a prophet, but yet he's meeting with the people that are destroying everything. They're destroying the temple of God that is you. They're bringing in this one world antichrist system. So just some of the podcasts we've done with the Catholic Church, just to make sure you are not fooled. Why does the Pope talk about eating poop? It's kind of a fascinating one. This is the oldest lie where Lucifer, Satan, the old serpent, beguiled Eve. Here's uh, the Catholic Catechism. Be a God, says the Catholic Church. It's right there. Words have meaning. No, you cannot be a God. You need to worship Jesus Christ. And this, there's a war within the Catholic Church. You know, I do think some Catholics are saved. Catholics call out Satanic Pope and Vatican. That one actually went viral for me a little bit. The Catholic Church is actually putting artificial intelligence in some of their churches around the world. And this is in different Buddhist temples, um, synagogues, you name it. They're putting AI. Ultimately, I think it'll be artificial intelligence. This beast system is AI. The Antichrist consciousness is going to be part of this whole element. And then 5G, 6G is the fake Holy Ghost. This is the system. And this is the system that will actually take over the Mystery Babylon, the Great Whore, which I think is part of the Catholic Church, the bankers, and potentially uh, United States. Wherever there's an obelisk, that system is going to be taken down in the end of days. And this one is alarming. Pope and Pfizer CEO meet twice the last year. Wake up. I'm going to show some new evidence of the nanotech in you. This is that iron mixed with clay, graphene oxide mix in you. The seeds of men will not cleave as the days of Noah, this hive mind, quantum computer, beast tech, all-knowing omnipresent system. 
they're, they're, they're pushing scientism. This is going to be the end religion, this AI worship. And this mind controlism, right? The Pope meets with Pfizer. But then look at the crown here. They're all one big club. Last Wednesday, Pascal Sor Soriat, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, CEO of AstraZeneca, was knighted by the World Economic Forum and Great Set Reset King Charles III at Windsor Castle. I mean, you can't make this up. They're laughing at you. They're priming the pump for this carbon tax, right? This war on carbon, war on carbon is war on you. But then they want, if you survive their poison poke, this mind control zombie class where you're the human resource, you're the one that's going to be measured whether you do the said task. All one big happy family. And oh, by the way, the Catholic Church is at the tip of the spear of this one world religion, bringing all the religions together, which sounds great if you're not awake to the only religion that highly gets persecuted everywhere, and that's the Christian Church and the Word of God within the King James Version Bible. So the Catholic Church is bringing in I think it's the Abrahamic Accord, all those buildings, Muslim, Jewish, and Christian buildings in an Arabic country. I mean, wake up, my friends. One world religion. Catholic Church is at the tip of the spear of that nonsense. But I want to play Prince Charles, where he goes on, we need a warlike footing needed to fight climate changers, but a short time right? And then he says he has trillions of dollars. To me, when I heard this a while ago, it just reminds me of Revelation 12, 7 through 13. I want to read this. I'm going to play Charles. I think Lucifer has been kicked out of heaven and he is roaming the earth now. And again, multiple dreams. The reason why I started this ministry is I started to have dreams that would come true. And we know we're in the end of days when old men will have dreams, young people have visions. That's why I set up this watchman ministry. Let's read. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was there a place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, Lucifer as well, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out of the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of God and the power of Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him with the blood of the Lamb, as Jesus Christ, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. How anybody that's a Christian can think that you're going to be raptured out of here before tribulation blows me away. You need to read Revelation, in my personal opinion, and this doesn't mean you're not saved, but read Revelation with the seals and the trumpets and the uh, vials, the wrath of God, are three separate stories that all end in that great and terrible day of the Lord when he comes back, which is the rapture. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, that ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he has but a short time. Now let's play Charles, Charles, King Charles, and listen, listen to what he has to say and then compare it to Revelation 12. He falls. 
Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, the COVID-19 pandemic has shown us just how devastating a global cross-border threat can be. Climate change and biodiversity loss are no different. In fact, they pose an even greater existential threat to the extent that we have to put ourselves on what might be called a warlike footing. Having myself had the opportunity of consulting many of you over these past 18 months, I know you all carry a heavy burden on your shoulders, and you do not need me to tell you that the eyes and hopes of the world are upon you. To act with all dispatch and decisively, because time has quite literally run out. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here, we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. With trillions at its disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. Many of your countries, I know, are already feeling the devastating impact of climate change through ever-increasing droughts, mudslides, floods, hurricanes, cyclones, and wildfires, as we've just seen on that terrifying film. Any leader who has had to confront such life-threatening challenges knows that the cost of inaction is far greater than the cost of prevention. So I can only urge you, as the world's decision makers, to find practical ways of overcoming differences so we can all get down to work together to rescue this precious planet and save the threatened future of our to enslave this planet good night my friends so there's more evidence chips are in the poke we've covered this multiple times but i just want to document it microtech this doctor goes on to say in the pokes more evidence let's roll it what was it what what was it that made you go do you know what i don't trust this i, I need to find out what's in this well when i was at med school in otago university in Dunedin. There was a sign on the wall that used to say, well, it said, for every mistake made for not doing, 10 made for not looking. Um, and I certainly had a degree of discomfort, which made me want to look. So, so when, you, when you looked at, 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 under the, I, I guess it was a, a, you know, a microscope, a, a very intense microscope. So I'm not a professional in this sense, but, but, but what, did you, what did you find that, that was alarming? Well, I think probably the easiest thing, given the time frame, is to actually show you what I saw. Yes, do, yes. So this is a dark field microscope, which is a fairly standard optical microscope with a special condenser. And this is a sample of Pfizer vaccine that I placed on slide four months ago. And as you'll see, it's produced some rather remarkable square objects. And I can zoom in a little bit 
on this and we can have a close look. What what are they? Well, it's a good question. I mean, I know, but I think they are. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think they are? Well, I think it's microcircuitry. Right. It is extraordinary because they are perfect rectangles, aren't they? When when you you looked because because I believe you looked under the microscope at other um, at the other sort of brands the other vaccine brands what did you find when you when you looked at say Moderna or AstraZeneca or, or the others? I haven't looked at AstraZeneca although I've had colleagues that have looked at it and have found some abnormalities and I've had a look at Moderna and I've found um, unusual looking rod structures and a few crystals but nothing as dramatic as what what i see in the in the pfizer vaccine that that is that is extraordinary because i'm still looking at that screen now and they are just perfect rectangle shapes it like almost like just shards of metal correct and they just get um increasingly more interesting you know that is that is extraordinary look at that i mean that looks that looks like a microchip it does. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying there's chips in the vaccine because that, that's what I'm saying. So, so what, what, are, what are other people within the medical establishment saying then? Because you, you, I mean, you're taking this to, to them and, and, and what's their view on it? Because, you know, obviously I'm not a medical professional, never claimed to be, but I'm looking at that now and that, that is, that's extraordinary. Well, I've certainly got a few medical colleagues and engineers who understand where the technology is at, and they're comfortable with saying that this is microtech. So I, I saw an article um, in, in the mainstream media, which was talking about you know what you'd found. I, I believe the article was called "What's in the Shots." Um, you know what, what are the media saying about this? Because I'm looking at this, and this should be this should be front page news. There should be. Um, you know, every, every laboratory across the world should be taking vial after vial after vial and, and, and looking at it in this way. They should, but they're not. Um, and we know that mainstream media are obviously not, not taking, doing a lot of things at the moment, Brett. Um, this structure here, this ribbon-like structure, is very similar to some of the structures that we actually see in the blood. And these have been reported by Quinta, uh, La Quinta Columna in Spain, and also other people around the world. How, how many vials have, have, have you looked at? Because I'm assuming, so you, you have your, 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 you know, the plate there on the microscope, you, you take the vial, you, you, you know, put, put the, the contents on it. Uh, are you seeing this with all of them? Or, or, have, you, or have you just tested just one? I've been through about four vials. Um, most of the vials we had access to were from one batch, one particular batch. But what I'm showing here has been looked identical to what Quint, La Quinta Columna uh, released today. Uh, same sort of structures. And very similar to what Matt Taylor in Ecuador has shown and colleagues in other parts of the world, including New Zealand. As a medical professional, what, what have you seen um, in terms of, of adverse reactions 
Because this this can't be, you know, whatever people want to believe in terms of, you know, microchips and, and all, all, all that kind of stuff. You know, some people might not want to go that far in terms of, you know, down the rabbit hole that far. But I'm looking at those structures thinking, I, I don't see how that can be good going in, in the human body anyway, irrespective of what they are. You know, what's your view on that? Um, I've certainly seen significant adverse reactions as a lot of my colleagues have um, and a lot of neurological problems but also heart attacks and strokes um, and an increased rate of cancer and certainly episodes of sudden unexpected sudden death. Yeah that's extraordinary that's extraordinary. So what I can do here is I can change the condenser underneath and convert and put a standard optical condenser in here. Oh my goodness. Okay, that looks completely so this this gives us a more conventional view. But in a lot of ways this looks even less like um something that's normal. No, it's that's that's, that's not natural. There's nothing natural about that. The, the, I, I'm looking at, at kind of different rectangles within that, like that, that yeah, look like almost little circuits. How clear those rectangles are, there's also a, a three-dimensional aspect. And one of the things I'm working with Matt Taylor and Shimon Yanovitz on, we're trying to figure out is what these donut structures are all about. So under the lights that we were looking at before, the bright white lights, there's yeah. always one of these donut structures and it's usually inside a rectangle. We don't know what they do, but again. What was it? I mean, it's over the top. Let's summarize. We have the zombie viruses in the news. We know nanotechs in the water from 2013 and some of the whistleblowers. We know people mysteriously died at Astro World, just like that. We know 5G can actually attack you on a personal basis. We know nanotech is in these poison pokes, proven. And then the Pope's talking about ominous times, pestilence, famine, destroying all the farmers in Holland by design, inflation. Whoa, The Economist magazine of 2019 with the four horsemen riding. Man-made madness, my friends. So we need to listen to the Pope. I think he's sitting right next to the right hand of Lucifer again. The Pope said, do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And there are multiple ways to heaven. That's an antichrist statement. It's a soul trap, my friends. But another end of days marker, Christianity is being neutered. So I just did a podcast, four in 10 people think we're living in the end of days. I think that's some good news. I thought it would be less. So people are waking up, their spider senses are there. But this is a study where it just shows the millennials especially have fallen away from Christ. Christianity is being neutered, my friends. We just did the podcast, 4 and 10, believe we're living in the end of days. I think that's some good news. Granted, a lot of Muslims and different religions and even atheists think we're living in the end of days. But they're falling away from Christ. It's this great falling away. I think it's in Peter where people are mocking, where's Jesus' second coming, and I'm paraphrasing. 
But this is a signal for the end of days, this great falling away. Let's read Pew Research Center estimates that Christians will be a minority of Americans by 2070 if current trends continue. And it will likely will with the largest percentage of those losing their religion being young adults who are about as old that REM references. People around 30 and under, it's kind of a cultural whiplash from religion of secularism that hit that's hit the United States much faster than it has other parts of the world, said theology and sociology professor Stephen Bullivant. Percent of non-religious adults by generation, 2018 millennials at 35% represented the largest share of non-religious adults. So it's going back a little bit, but non-religious, I wish they would say Christian, non-Christian. Gen Z millennials, Gen Z is 29% of non-religious Millennials, 35%. Gen Xers, 21%. Boomers, 16 Silent, 11%. And then it was, the next section is religious, not practicing regularly. And then religious practicing regularly. So you can just see, I guess, the percentages that's interesting. Now, Gen Z, it almost looks like they're either hot or cold. 40% are, are practicing and that's pretty close to Gen X, which is my generation, and only five points off of boomers. Their, their middle is squished a little bit at 32%. So they're either hot or cold. And millennials have the lowest, that's 29%. And millennials, I should know as a marketer, their age group, don't quote me on this, I think they're like 43, 44, maybe down to 26, 27, right around that age group. Very, very large demographic. But I think this just shows the Bible's coming true. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, let no man deceive you by any means, as we talked about with the Pope, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Just another marker, my friends. Now, signs in the heaven, right? This is an end of days ministry. I saw this on iConnects FX of some massive orb. We've probably had about five to seven podcasts of strange looking things in the sky and orbs in the sky and all of a sudden chemtrails going up and trying to cover them and mask them. And I had a dream a while ago, last November, why chemtrails, they're covering up, they're covering up spirals and Planet X. They're trying to mask something. Plus, they're terraforming the, the environment, dumping nanotech on us, dumping smart dust, dumping things that poison the earth so only their seeds will work. Probably giving us nanotech that we breathe in that they can hit with an you know, EMF for mind controlism and or to take you out. That's why you, that's why you need to get saved. Only Christ, I think, can save you in these end of days. No politician can, my friends. But I want to play a snippet that I just thought was interesting. I'm not a camera expert. This just reminded me of multiple dreams that I've had. And if you're a flat earther, this could be something that's coming around from the outer limits, or it could be a dimensional thing. But there's going to be, the Bible says, three days of darkness. And in Job, the Lord told Job, who can loosen Orion? So let's roll it. Tell me what you think on this. Sometimes you can't see it because of all the cloud cover. Let me get over here. You want this is um, 
rotating as it's uh, on here, this object. Look how the holes, they're not always in the same spot, but wherever this planetary-like object is, it is going through a rotational um, phase as it's um, going across the sky. And not all the live webcams show this. And there's some that say, oh, well, that's just a reflection, a lens reflection. Well, no, it's not just a lens reflection. There's something in the sky, and it's like the size of a planet and or perhaps maybe a, a second sun. You know, is this like a sign of like a binary system in our um, sky? Good day, everyone. Thank you uh, for joining me. I have a few minutes. I just wanted to hop on here and see the timestamp right here. Um, oftentimes, you know, when you come over here, if it's a really clear day, you can get an image of this, but sometimes, which is really strange at times, on certain webcams like this, sometimes they only have like one small roll of frames for you to look at. And I think when they do that, there's something much more showing uh, than days like this when you can see, you know, all of this right here. They're going to have all these days, but some days, which was really strange, they might have had maybe nine frames showing. But this object in the sky, it does appear like it's getting closer because it's getting bigger at times. This is live, Danny Lovett. That's right, it's live. Uh, and it's today at the um, live FAA webcam in Colorado. I guess it's not snowing there, obviously. Because we're able to get this footage if you're on your screen. Let me put screen up, screen up on this. Notice how those airplanes, they like to fly around the sun. And you have to ask yourself, why do they fly around the sun? Why? Why do they even need to fly up there in the sky? Look how many times, uh, just within a 15-minute time or 10-minute time stamp, because we can even look up here. And um, you can see the time stamp of them. Uh, right up here if you were to watch it as these airplanes fly past. Now, if it was me, you know, and if I was like guarding the sky or something, and I knew at what certain time of day I would see a certain thing fly by, of course I would have some planes up there. I, I'd want to be um, doing something, gathering information or trying to hide it. And um, but it looks like they're not hiding it too well. It really does. And 
That's why I decided to play this because the dream I had, why chemtrails, why chemtrails, and she just sparked me there. Now, I'm not a camera expert. Here's the iConnects FX. You can watch the entire video. She had a cool shot where it, I think there was a sunset as well, but it's a little long of a video. So. Thoughts welcome. What do you think? Signs in the times? Is that Wormwood? Is that Nibiru? Planet X? Who knows? Incoming system? 